we're analyzing Stellantis stock ticker STLA to see if it's a great business on sale. Stellantis is a recent buy by three super investors, Greg Alexander, Bill Miller, and Michael Burry. Michael Burry bought into the stock while making short puts against the QQQ and the S&P 500. Bill Miller sold many of the positions from his portfolio and Stellantis was his biggest buy. Stellantis is the biggest position that shows up in Greg Alexander's 13F. Greg Alexander is famously just one of three managers, Warren Buffett said he would trust to invest his personal money. The burning question is, why have these super investors been buying Stellantis? Right now, Stellantis trades for $17.75 per share. Year to date, their stock price is up 23%. This is keeping tabs with the overall market. Just two and a half years ago, in that time, they're compounding at 7% annually. Right now, Stellantis pays a huge 7.58% dividend yield. Their average dividend yield is added to the returns in their stock price. Right now, Stellantis trades $3 below their 52-week high. The company's up $6 from their 52-week low. Stellantis is a big business. They have a $55.5 billion market cap. Stellantis was formed on January 16th, 2021 from the merger of Fiat Chrysler and PSA Group. The combination of the two companies created the world's fifth largest automaker with 14 automobile brands. In 2022, Stellantis had sales volume of 6 million vehicles and 180 billion euros in revenue, albeit affected by the microchip shortage. Europe is Stellantis's largest market, accounting for 44% of 2022 global volume, while North America and South America were 31% and 14% respectively. Stellantis owns vehicle brands like Alfa Romeo, Chrysler, Dodge, Fiat, Jeep, Maserati, Ram, and as Fiat Chrysler, it also owned Ferrari, which today is a standalone company. I recently analyzed Ferrari, so check that video out here. Now let's get into the numbers. Starting with metric number one, we want Stellantis's average return on capital in the last five years to be above 14%. There are two key reasons for this. The average publicly listed business earns 7% returns on capital. Over the long run, over the course of decades, a stock's likely to return what its underlying business returns. Looking for a benchmark that's double this average can potentially build in margin of safety based on the quality of the business being twice as good as average. Stellantis's returns on capital were declining going into 2020. They hit a low of 8.8% returns in 2020. Since then, they've rebounded. They're better today than they were at in any years prior. Stellantis earned 20% returns on capital in their last 50 fiscal year. When these are averaged out, Stellantis earns 16% in a given year. That's a couple percentage points above our benchmark. This means this is a check on metric number one. These are relatively high returns for an automotive company. Metric number two, we're looking for five-year revenue, net income, and free cash flow growth. This metric's all or nothing. We'll include their last 12 months worth of numbers, which aren't shown on these charts in our calculations here. Their growth is going to look huge here because their merger took place in 2021. These are taking the numbers from Fiat Chrysler prior to this. In this time, due to their merger, their revenues are up two and a half times, their earnings are up more than six times, and their free cash flows have more than doubled. Looking at a chart like this really shows the scale that this merger took place at, and why today Stellantis is one of the largest autos company in the entire world. This is a check on metric number two. Metric number three, we're looking at Stellantis from the view of an individual shareholder. We're looking for earnings per share growth. This helps us determine whether that merger potentially created or destroyed value for shareholders. In this time, we learn their earnings are up more than six times. Stellantis has issued a lot of shares both before and during that merger. Still, their growth in their earnings outpaces this, meaning Stellantis has grown their earnings per share and they earn above average returns on capital. This is a check on metric number three. 
Metric number four, we're looking for something similar. We want to see free cash flow per share growth. Again, we're including their last 12 months worth of numbers. Stellantis has grown their free cash flows, which has actually been at a rate that outpaces their shareholder dilution. In fiscal 2022, their free cash flows per share were down from where they were at in 2018. In their last 12 months, Stellantis has generated $5.01 of free cash flow per share. This means this is a check on metric number four as they've grown their free cash flows. So far, so good. Stellantis is perfect through our first four metrics. But there's still one vital piece missing. You might think nailing returns on capital and having good growth on the back of their merger is really the key for Stellantis, but we haven't touched on the one thing that I believe sets this business apart, which is having these returns and this growth without using a lot of debt. Metric number five, we want Stellantis's net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments, to be below the sum of their free cash flows in their last five fiscal years. Stellantis ended last year with 23.6 billion dollars in cash left over on their balance sheet after paying off their debts. Today, Stellantis has nearly 25 billion dollars in cash on their balance sheet. In their last five years, when we sum up all their free cash flows, Stellantis has generated 40 billion dollars worth of free cash flow. Between their cash cushion on their balance sheet and this strong free cash flow generation, Stellantis seems to be in strong financial position. This is a huge check on metric number five. Flawless through our first five metrics, does Stellantis have what it takes to go six for six on our analysis and be a perfect select six stock? We'll find out right after we cover our bonus. As our bonus, we're looking at Stellantis's dividend profile. Right now, Stellantis pays a huge 7.58% dividend yield. Their average dividend yield is added to the returns in their stock price. We want Stellantis to support their dividends using their free cash flows. That's been the case in the years that they paid a dividend. Since their merger in 2021, Stellantis has comfortably supported their dividends using their free cash flows. That's also the case today. This is exactly what we're looking for. This is a big check on our bonus. Keep in mind, this is a snapshot of their last five years of performance and it's no guarantee for the future. Stellantis's dividends seems to be well supported by their free cash flows. It's potentially in good shape for the future. Now let's get to the first of two different ways we're valuing Stellantis. The big metric of them all, metric number six, we want Stellantis's average five-year free cash flow divided by their enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this gives a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury. Right now, Stellantis has nearly a $32 billion enterprise value. This accounts for both their market cap and their net debt position. In this case, Stellantis's cash cushion. It looks at Stellantis similar to it being a private company. Stellantis in their last five years has generated $40 billion of free cash cash flow, that's more than their total enterprise value today. In an average year, they generate $5 billion worth of free cash flow. Again, these are including numbers before their combined merger. When their $5 billion of average free cash flow is divided by their $32 billion enterprise value, this gives us a big 15% average free cash flow to enterprise value yield. On a current basis, Stellantis produced $15.7 billion of free cash flow in their last 12 months. When that's divided by their $32 billion enterprise value, we get around a 49% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield. That's a huge yield compared to nearly every other business in the market. Both of these are well above that 5% risk premium we're looking for. This is a huge check on metric number six, meaning Stellantis has done it. They're a perfect select six stock. Don't just run out and go buy the business, however. This is a starting point for more research into Stellantis. Plus, we still need to estimate their fair value per share. Everything we've discussed so far is important, but there's something missing that, in my opinion, is the main reason to analyze Stellantis, which takes us on to using a discounted cash flow model to estimate their fair value per share. A DCF model is based on the predictability 
reliability of a company's free cash flows. Like any model in any discipline, its outputs are sensitive to its inputs. We're starting with an average of Stellantis' last three fiscal years worth of free cash flow, then using assumptions to grow these into the future. Keep in mind Stellantis has had a low degree of business predictability, in part because they're a recently merged company. It's up to you to figure out if these assumptions will be accurate or not going forward for Stellantis. If we assume that their average three-year free cash flows declined by 1.5% annually for the next 10 years, then in the following decade, if we assume that these declined by 3% annually, we're adding in their tangible book value to give an estimate of their net worth. If we want a 15% rate of return, which is what Warren Buffett looks for from his investments, from today's valuation multiples, if these are the same 20 years into the future, an estimate of Stellantis's fair value per share is around $26. That's up a little more than $8 from their current stock price. It looks like there could be a margin of safety in the business. Keep some key points in mind. Stellantis's low business predictability can impact these assumptions and mean that the business has a rougher DCF model than some other companies. Also, this discount rate is an estimate of total returns to shareholders based on their free cash flows. It would include their average dividend dividend yield, and any potential gain in their stock price. Most importantly, this analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Consult with your financial advisor before making any investment decision. In just a minute, we'll give our final rating to Stellantis, but we need to address something first. We've covered the numbers, but the qualitative factors may be even more important for Stellantis's business. What are they? Why don't we find out? Starting with the factors supporting a long thesis, number one, global expansion of premium brands like Alfa Romeo, DS, Jeep, and Maserati strengthens average revenue per unit and improves profitability. Number two, low global light vehicle inventory due to COVID-19 and the microchip shortage has strengthened the current pricing environment, which should enhance margin in the near term. Number three, merger integration can enhance economies of scale. In 2022, management achieved cash flow synergy targets to years ahead of schedule. But it wouldn't be fair if we didn't cover the negatives of Stellantis's business too. Number one, Fiat Chrysler failed to grow its premium Alfa Romeo and Maserati brands under new Stellantis leadership with Carlos Taveras as CEO. These storied brands may yet have new life. Number two, the global auto industry suffers from overcapacity that increases pricing pressure, in turn limiting economic profits in the long run. Number three, Stellantis legs competitors' progress in transitioning to EVs as Fiat Chrysler required the purchase of carbon credits to avoid clean air regulation non-compliance fines due to slow EV development. However, the merger has accelerated Fiat Chrysler's electric vehicle development. There you have it for a balanced perspective of some of the qualitative factors of Stellantis Stellantis's business. Now it's time to give our rating. In analyzing Stellantis stock ticker STLA, we learned this newly merged automotive behemoth right now is a perfect select six stock. They have above average returns on capital. They've grown across the board, including on a per share basis. They have a cash cushion on their balance sheet. They've generated a ton of free cash flow, generating more free cash flow in their last five years than what their current enterprise value is today. They also support a growing dividend, maintaining a reasonable dividend payout ratio. Again, this is not financial advice and it's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. It's a starting point for deeper research into the business. Stellantis's free cash flow to enterprise value yields potentially look attractive compared to the 10-year treasury. When we performed our discounted cash flow analysis from today's valuation multiples, if these are the same 20 years into the future, you believe those assumptions and you want a 15% rate of return, an estimate of Stellantis's fair value per share is around $26. That's up $8 from their current stock price. Again, Stellantis is the largest position that shows on Greg Alexander's 13F. 
who Warren Buffett would personally trust to run his own money. Stellantis was also a buy by both Bill Miller and Michael Burry, who made other moves potentially hedging against a market decline. Consult with the financial advisor before making any investment decisions. Looking at all the factors of our analysis, Stellantis looks like an excellent candidate for further research. I'd encourage you to dig in and learn more about the company. Head over to Seeking Alpha to check up some online write-ups about Stellantis. Those articles can provide a more comprehensive view on what a potential future looks like for the business. As a disclaimer, I'm a Seeking Alpha affiliate. If you sign up with the link in the description, you'll get a free two-week trial, and any Seeking Alpha purchase directly benefits the channel and will be used to improve the quality of videos going forward. Thanks for learning about Stellantis with me, and have a great day.